This is Today in History, December the 15th. On this day in 1791, the Bill of Rights, the first 10 amendments to the U.S. Constitution, went into effect following ratification by Virginia. And on this day in 1890, Sioux Indian Chief Sitting Bull and 11 other tribe members were killed in Grand River, South Dakota, during a confrontation with the Indian police. And in 1938, groundbreaking for the Jefferson Memorial took place in Washington, D.C., with President FDR. Franklin Delano Roosevelt taking part in the ceremony. Also on this day in 1944, legendary band leader Glenn Miller disappears over the English Channel. It would be difficult to overstate the magnitude of Glenn Miller's success in the years immediately preceding America's entry into World War II. Though he was relatively unspectacular himself as an instrumentalist, he had played the trombone in a variety of prominent orchestras but never distinguished himself as a performer. Miller became the band leader and came to dominate the latter portion of the swing era on the strength of his disciplined arrangements and an innovation in orchestration that put the high-pitched clarinet on the melody line, doubled by the saxophone section an octave below. This trademark sound helped Glenn Miller and his orchestra earn an unprecedented string of popular hits, including In the Mood, Tuxedo Junction, Chattanooga Choo Choo, and the one and only self-penned Moonlight Serenade. Also on this day in 1988, legendary singer James Brown, also known as the Godfather of Soul and the hardest working man in show business, becomes inmate number 155-413 at the State Park Correctional Institution in South Carolina. Brown had several run-ins with the law during the summer of 1988 that landed him on probation, but his reckless spree on September the 24th resulted in numerous criminal charges, including assault and battery with the intent to kill. On September the 24th, 1988, Brown entered an insurance seminar in Augusta, Georgia, armed with a shotgun and a pistol, and ordered everyone to leave. He then took off in his pickup truck and attempted to outrun the cops, who chased him into South Carolina and then back to Georgia. Even after police had shot out three of his tires, Brown continued to drive on the rims until he ended up in a ditch six miles down the road. After the incident, Brown's wife said he was on medication for jaw surgery and was not in, quote, his right frame of mind. We welcome you, James Brown. How did all of this trouble begin? Living in America. <laughs> Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong at all. You're not in any difficulty, but you're out on bond. No, I'm not. Have all the charges been dropped? Yeah, I'm out of love. Are you out on love or out of love? Which is it? Out on love. Although several police officers claimed that they had shot out Brown's tires because he had attempted to run them over, Brown offered a different version of events. He claimed that while he was in the process of surrendering to a black cop, a group of white cops arrived on the scene and began smashing out the windows of his truck, purportedly fearing for his life. Brown then took off as the officers began firing. Brown, who had already been charged with carrying a pistol and PCP possession, earlier that year was sentenced to six years and six months in prison on charges of failing to stop for a police officer and aggravated assault. And on this day in 1939, the Civil War motion picture epic Gone with the Wind, starring Vivian Lee and Clark Gable, has its world premiere in Atlanta. Where shall I go? What shall I do? 
frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Gone with the Wind, a 1939 American epic historical romance film, was produced by David O. Selznick of Selznick International Pictures and directed by Victor Fleming. Set in the American South against the backdrop of the American Civil War and Reconstruction era, the film tells the story of Scarlett O'Hara, the strong-willed daughter of a Georgia plantation owner, from her romantic pursuit of Ashley Wilkes, who is married to his cousin Melanie Hamilton, to her marriage to Rhett Butler. The leading roles are portrayed by Vivian Lee as Scarlett and Clark Gable as Rhett. Open your eyes and look at me. No, I don't think I will kiss you. Although you need kissing badly. That's what's wrong with you. You should be kissed and often, and by someone who knows how. Oh, and I suppose you think you are the proper person. I might be, if the right moment ever came. You're a conceited, black-hearted vomit, Red Butler. I don't know why I let you come and see me. <laughs> I'll tell you why, Scarlett. Because I'm the only man over 16 and under 60 who's around to show you a good time. Production was difficult from the start. Filming was delayed for two years due to the producer's determination to secure Gable for the role of Rhett Butler and the search for Scarlet that led to 1,400 women being interviewed for the part. The original screenplay was written by Sidney Howard but underwent many revisions by several writers in an attempt to get it down to a suitable length. The film received positive reviews upon its release, although some of the reviews found it too long. Gone with the Wind had been criticized for historical revisionism, glorifying slavery. But nevertheless, it has been credited for triggering changes to the way African Americans are depicted cinematically. Gone with the Wind, in theaters, December the 15th, 1939. On this day in history.